Hey, what's going on? It's Anthony Dean, and you're listening to Change the Game Podcast for Sunday, December 6th, 2020. What's going on? How are you guys doing? Yes, I know it has been a long time since we've had an episode of Change the Game, but we are back. Uh, I personally had just a lot of work to do, basically working almost every day. And it just got away from me, but we are back and we're coming back today with four episodes. This one's going to be the first of four. Uh, All four episodes are going to be available today, December 6th on www.seethegame.com. Also available to listen to on Spotify and iTunes. And so we've been off. Uh, This episode right here is the first of four. This one is going to be basketball, specifically NBA basketball. Uh, The other two that we're going to do, we're going to have NFL football right in time for Sunday's games today and college football. And then we're going to do boxing. Boxing will be uh, the last episode posted. We're going to be talking about the Earl Spence fight that just went down uh, and the Mike Tyson fight that went down last week and much more. But this one is all about the NBA. Now, this isn't technically a celebration, but we have not came to you since the NBA bubble. And of course, since your Los Angeles Lakers won the NBA championship for the 17th time in the franchise's history. Um, The Lakers going crazy in the bubble. Anthony Davis and LeBron James getting their first ring together as teammates. Anthony Davis's first ring, LeBron James' fourth ring and fourth finals MVP. But then again, I guess if you're a Lakers fan, this could be a celebration because if you're a Lakers fan... There really hasn't been many better times as Lakers fans, at least in the last decade, that's for sure. Not only did you get the championship, Anthony Davis re-ups for a five-year, $190 million max contract. Uh, So all those Bulls fans who, for some reason, thought there was a chance that Anthony Davis was coming home, yeah, that was never happening. Uh, Like the new direction of the Bulls front office, but they are not ready for a player of Anthony Davis's caliber. He's not leaving LeBron and the Lakers. There's no way. LeBron James, he signs a two-year extension. Uh, Looks like he's basically setting up his contract so that when his son gets into the NBA... Uh, LeBron will probably sign with that team and make it the first father-son duo to play together. And honestly, that's pretty awesome that he's going to be able to do that. It looks like at this point, LeBron James is not slowing down. You know me, I've been saying that Anthony Davis is the best player in the world, and I still believe that, although Kevin Durant is coming back. But listen, LeBron James deserved that finals MVP. He was the MVP of the team, especially in that series. I think, honestly, you can go back and forth about who's the MVP because every night it's different between LeBron and Anthony Davis. That's how good those two players are. But, I mean, wow, what an NBA offseason we have had. The Lakers are in full-fledged reloading mode. Uh, You trade for Dennis Schroeder. You're getting Marc Gasol. Montrez Harrell, the sixth man of the year, is a Laker now. The Lakers are just trying to reload it up and get ready uh, for the repeat. You did lose Dwight Howard, among others, Danny Green. I don't think any Lakers fan is really sad about that, uh, considering how many wide-open threes Danny Green missed this year. But nevertheless, the Lakers are ready to go uh, for the next season. You know, one thing you got to say is that this NBA season, I am... I'm just so excited for the NBA season because I think finally you have you're going to have a heavyweight title fight in the NBA finals this year. As great as the Miami Heat were, and listen me personally, I won money off the Miami Heat making the NBA finals. I knew they were going to make the NBA finals. I actually knew it. It was uh one of those uh games in the bubble right before the playoffs. The Miami Heat played the Boston Celtics, and up to that point, I really thought Boston was going to make it to the finals. They were playing Miami without Jimmy Butler, and Miami just smoked them right out. And I said, oh yeah, Miami's going to the finals. They're going to they're gonna beat Milwaukee, which I already thought they were going to do prior to that. Uh, and that, that just gave me all the proof I needed to know that they were going to knock out the Bucks, and then, of course, they were going to knock out the Boston Celtics. 
uh, in the Eastern Conference Finals, and that's exactly what happened. So, you know, shout out to the Miami Heat. They had a great run. You know, Pat Riley with always an asterisk because Goran Dragic was hurt. Mm, come on, let, let's be real. Mm, we don't want to hear any of that. The Lakers earned that title, no doubt about it. But while Miami and L.A., that was an interesting series, that was not a heavyweight title fight. The heavyweight title fight is going to be this year's NBA Finals because now Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are fully healthy and ready to go for the Brooklyn Nets. I'm telling you, man, the Brooklyn Nets are a real threat to the Lakers. I can't wait. I'm just you know, praying to the basketball gods that Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, everybody on both of these teams is fully healthy. Both teams are fully loaded because I think this is a seven-game series in the NBA Finals. I cannot wait to see these two teams go at it. Kevin Durant, who before his Achilles tear was the best player on the planet, he has a chance to reclaim his throne as best player on the planet. I thought he was better than LeBron at the time. Nothing against LeBron James. LeBron James is a little older now. But obviously, most people right now have LeBron James as their best player in the world. I can't really argue with that. I would honestly pick AD uh, out of those two. I think Anthony Davis is a much better defender. Offensively, they're about even. LeBron can do more, but Anthony Davis is so dominant. It's really hard to pick either of them. Kevin Durant is the other guy in that discussion, and the Brooklyn Nets have depth. Uh, that's why I believe that all these rumors about the Nets going after James Harden, I think that would be a massive mistake. Uh, the only way that makes remote sense would be if the Brooklyn Nets trade Kyrie Irving for James Harden straight up. If you're going to say that Brooklyn's got to give up what Karis LeVert, Jared Allen picks, you know, and more depth, not a chance do you do that trade. You cannot sacrifice your depth just to add James Harden because how is really... Kevin Durant, Kyrie, and Harden. How would that work? How is the ball going to move around? There's too much dribbling. And I really don't think Kyrie is going to be comfortable being a third wheel. Um, I guarantee you he is all right being the second guy to Kevin Durant. He said, this is the first time in my life I look over and say that MFR can make that shot too. Which, wow, that's that's incredible shade at LeBron. Uh, kind of disrespectful, but you know, that's, you know, Kyrie and LeBron have their little beef. Nevertheless, KD, Kyrie, uh, Karis LeVert, and the rest of that depth is a much better squad than really a bunch of veteran minimums and then KD, Harden, and Kyrie. That's not going to work. You're not going to beat the Lakers like that. The Lakers will smoke that team right out, probably sweep them. Uh, that Nets team would get to the NBA Finals, uh, largely because it's really not much of a competition. I mean, Boston and Milwaukee are your third and fourth best teams in the east uh washington adding russell westbrook and we're going to get into that in a second uh they're probably like the fifth team but really it's just miami is your only threat and miami would give that nets team much more of a challenge uh than the nets team that they have right now but i do not expect the nets to make this trade i expect them to go forward with this team uh, with new head coach steve nash uh, i like the hire you know, there was a lot of talk about, you know, there was a lot of white privilege with that. Don't get me wrong. Uh, no doubt about it. You know, he had no coaching experience and you're going to get the Brooklyn Nets job. Yeah, you have to admit that there's white privilege behind that. That being said, I do think it's a good hire. I'm happy for Steve Nash. Uh, I think he's going to be a great coach. And I think he's the type of coach that works with his team because I don't think Steve Nash is going to be... Um, you know, like a strict enforcer type coach. And that's not the type of coach that you need uh, to be coaching Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. You know, this is a more, uh, I want—I don't want to say lackadaisical, but you know, just a more calm influence uh, on that locker room. I think that's going to go a long way uh, to give this Brooklyn Nets team success. And like I said, I believe that they are going to take the Lakers right down to a game seven in the finals. That being said, the Lakers probably will go back to back as champions I mean, I'm not going to make official predictions, but I think you guys can guess that I'm going to roll with the Lakers. Uh, I can't really see anybody actually knocking off the Lakers this year. I just think LeBron James and Anthony Davis together is too much. Even if Kevin Durant is a better player than both of them, 
His second guy, you know, I love Kyrie Irving. He's maybe my favorite player in the game outside of Anthony Davis, but Kyrie Irving is nowhere near the type of player that Anthony Davis is or LeBron James is uh, at this point. But it will be a very interesting series, and I think we're going to have one of our most exciting finals matchups since 2016, I would say, since the Warriors and the Cavs did it for the second time. But... Listen, that's not the only big offseason moves that have happened. Another big move that I really want to get into is the Houston Rockets sending away Russell Westbrook to the Washington Wizards for John Wall. Now, I don't know what Houston is trying to do right now. I know Westbrook wanted to get out of Houston, but honestly, I believe that was a terrible move for the Houston Rockets. A great move for Washington. I can't believe Washington was able to do that. Uh, You get Russell Westbrook over John Wall. You know, you can have your beef with Westbrook and his struggles, but he is a much better player than John Wall, especially at this stage of their career. Honestly, even if John Wall was fully healthy and in his prime, he's not better than Russell Westbrook. I'm sorry, especially if we want to say Westbrook's in his prime too which he basically is. He might have just exited his prime, but Westbrook right now is a much better player than John Wall. He's a more aggressive player at this point. He's healthier. Uh, He's more athletic. They're both not really good shooters, but honestly, Westbrook's probably a better shooter at this point in his career. I think this was a great move for Washington. Washington is going to be a fun team out east. I expect them to be the fifth or sixth team, maybe even fourth out east. Uh, they're going to compete, you know, like I said, for the, about that fifth spot. Them and Toronto will kind of go back and forth. I think that they'll be slightly better than Toronto. And listen, they could win a playoff series. Depending on who they match up with, they'll probably face either the Bucks or the Celtics. More than likely the Celtics because the Bucks are going to be a great regular season team. And honestly, the Bucks, another team that made a big addition, adding Drew Holiday, that's going to be big. For the Milwaukee Bucks, I think that was a very underrated pickup, to be honest with you. Um, So the more and more I think about it, yeah, the Bucks, especially because they're a regular season team, they might even be better. They'll probably be better than Miami as well. So the Bucks probably get the second seed. You'll probably see uh, the rematch of this year's or this past season's second round. You'll see it again in the East with Milwaukee and Miami. But Washington, they're going to be a tough out in the playoffs, especially if they match up with Boston in the first round. I don't really see how Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal are going to lose that series to the Boston Celtics, as good of a team as Boston might have. Uh, Westbrook and Bradley Beal, that's that's as good of a backcourt as you're going to find in the game. Honestly, with Klay Thompson out, it might be the best backcourt in basketball. I think you might have to slightly prefer... Dame Lillard and C.J. McCollum, it's a tough call. But, man, it's really hard to say, especially out east. Is there really even close to a better backcourt out east? I don't think so. Westbrook and Beal are going to be very fun to watch. The Washington Wizards, man, they're not a team I thought of at all before the season until they make this trade. Uh, Really, I would never have expected John Wall uh, to be able to get for John Wall, Russell Westbrook. That was a big shock to me. As good as John Wall was, uh, you know, a couple years ago, he hasn't been healthy recently. Uh, I've seen DC fans making videos of them crying. I don't get it. I mean, I know you've had John Wall for 10 years, but listen, you stained Houston. You, You hit a stain on Houston. You should be celebrating. You got Russell Westbrook. I know you guys might love John Wall, but you really can't. You can't underestimate how good Russell Westbrook is going to be and he's going to put butts in the seats that's a fact right there and that's a problem that Washington has had attendance it's one of the least attended games uh or teams excuse me in the NBA although we really don't know what the situation is going to be with fans in the NBA this year I mean they've released the schedules I personally do not know what they're going to do about fans uh you would hope that there's going to be at least some fans in there you know, I think if, if you can have these huge uh, political rallies, you should be able to fill up a stadium if you asked me. But that's just me. Um, Washington will be a fun team to watch. Yeah, the Milwaukee Bucks trading for Drew Holiday, a great move for that team. Uh, this is a team that disappointed a lot of people. They didn't disappoint me because I knew they were getting knocked out that second round. Listen, 
Giannis is a really good player. You could even say he's a great player. He did not deserve that MVP. He robbed LeBron James or Anthony Davis. He could have given it to either of those guys. Giannis is just, you know, he's good in the regular season. It's it's great when you play the Knicks and the Bulls and the Cavs every night. But once you get to the playoffs and you play the real teams, uh, that's where we see what you're made of. And Giannis is so easy to defend against in the playoffs because all you really do is you clog the lane and you force him, hey, take a jump shot, man. I know you're not going to take it, but just take it. And Giannis just, and then the rest of the Bucks, he doesn't really have good players around him. Uh, or I should say great players around him. Chris Middleton's a pretty good player. Uh, he's an all-star caliber player. He did make the all-star team last year, but that's not going to fly as your second best player. Now he's your third guy, so there is optimism in Milwaukee. Uh, maybe Giannis will stay. I think Drew Holiday was a good enough move uh, to keep Giannis there, but we will see. I mean, let's be honest, Milwaukee and their defense, it made Eric Bledsoe look better. Uh, than he was. Not that Eric Bledsoe isn't a good defender, but he's not as good as he was getting credited for because he was getting all defensive first team, all defensive second team. Uh, listen, he's not he's not a better defender than a lot of these guards that didn't make the list. But at the same time, that's been the theme uh, with these all defensive teams. I don't understand what their criteria has been because there was many years where Tony Allen was far and away the best defender on the planet, and he wasn't even making second team all defense. Uh, if you remember that 2015 series back when uh, Golden State, the first year they won the championship, uh, Tony Allen made that big play and uh, dove on the floor. He yells, first team all defense, because he didn't even make second team all defense. Blasphemous, if you ask me. But the Bucks, they're going to have a good chance. Drew Holiday, a lot of players, Damian Lillard is one of them, has said he is the best uh, on-ball point guard defender in the game. A lot of people think he is the best on-ball defender in the game. Uh, he's definitely up there for me. A healthy Clay Thompson gives him a run for his money as well. But, man, Drew Holiday is clamps, man. He's got those clamps on him. And I think that it's going to make the Bucks a very tough defensive team. The problem is, once again, Giannis has been figured out in the playoffs. Giannis will have to show me that he can do it in the playoffs. And I really hope that the Eastern Conference Finals is the Nets against the Bucks because I really want to see Kevin Durant give it to Giannis because Kevin Durant's a better player than Giannis ever dreamed of. I'm sorry. Giannis winning back-to-back MVPs is kind of a joke to me. Uh, it kind of makes the MVP award look stupid. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Uh, in the same sense of how Steve Nash won two MVPs in a row where, you know, I mean, you could give it to him the first year, but that really was Shaq's MVP. And then 06, that's the worst MVP snub of all time, taking that away from the GOAT himself, Kobe Bean Bryant. Um, you know, but Giannis has a chance to prove himself this year if he can get this Bucks team uh, even past the Nets and the Heat and into the NBA Finals. He'll have a chance to get a ring, but I can't see that happening. I don't even know if they can beat Miami. As good as Drew Holiday is, it's no slight on him. Miami's only going to get better. And there's a lot of people who believe that Giannis is heading to Miami, which I'm not going to lie, that's a weak move. Especially if Miami beats the Bucks in the playoffs again and Giannis bolts for Miami, that's a really weak move. I'm sorry. If it's weak that Kevin Durant went to Golden State, it's pretty weak that Giannis goes to Miami. Now, Miami, sure, they're not as good as Golden State was. You know, they're not going to be a 73-win team or anything like that. But that was part of the argument for Kevin Durant. Listen, not only did you join a 73-win team, you joined the 73-win team that beat you in the Western Conference Finals the year before. And this would be kind of the same argument for Giannis's you know, you're going to a team that's already been to one NBA Finals and beat you in back-to-back playoffs, but you're going to go to that team. I'm sorry, that's just a weak move to me, but it's not really known for sure if Giannis is going to go there. Uh, I still think Golden State has an incredible shot at getting him. Uh, that would be very interesting. But Giannis, to me, is just an overrated player. He's a very good player uh, to great. Uh, but to me, he's just, he's not even close to the best player in the world. I've had this argument with people many times uh, who say that Giannis is the best in the world. Uh, I just really don't understand that opinion. He's not even close to Anthony Davis. He's not close to LeBron James. Don't want to hear that argument. 
Uh, when Kevin Durant is back and fully healthy, which is this season, he's not even close to Kevin Durant. So he's really not in the ballpark of top three, in my opinion. Another team out east that I failed to mention was the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, they have a good chance to be in the mix out east, maybe the sixth or seventh seed. They have Doc Rivers as their new coach. Maybe I'm underestimating Philadelphia. I I just don't believe in Ben Simmons because he can't shoot. Uh, Joel Embiid, I don't really believe in him because he can't stay healthy. Dwight Howard, that was a really good move. Danny Green. uh, uh, Seth Curry, that's a good move. I don't know. Philadelphia is an interesting team right now. They could be really good. Ben Simmons is a player who's frustrating because... He is good, and he's actually amazing at a lot of things. Passing, he's big, he's got speed, he's a great defender. But the fact that he won't even shoot three balls, you know, that's it's got to count against him for something. Uh, Joel Embiid, he could be this generation's Hakeem Olajuwon, but he can't stay on the floor. You know, that that's what I thought he was going to be is the next Hakeem Olajuwon, but you can't be Hakeem if you can't stay healthy. The dream was on the court most of the time. Joel Embiid is not on the court enough to warrant that consideration, and it's really not a fair comparison right now. Um, I don't know, man. You know, Philly is a team that I want to like, kind of like their City Series jerseys this year. Uh, they're black. Allen Iverson wore them. I want to like them, but I don't know. The, the design was kind of stupid, in my opinion. I'm not going to lie. They're kind of a letdown, especially seeing Iverson in them. Uh, kind of a letdown, as much as I love AI. Uh, same thing with this Philly team. It's a team that I want to like. Doc Rivers is there as your new coach. But I just... Do I think they're better than Brooklyn? Not a chance. Do I think they're better than the Bucks? No. Do I think they're better than the Celtics? No. Do I think they're better than Washington, Miami, Toronto? No to all. Well, no to two of them. Toronto, it's kind of debatable to me. Listen, I really like Washington, though. I know I keep going back to Washington, but I know a lot of people laugh at the fact that, you know, oh, they got Russell Westbrook. They're not going to do anything, though. Listen, you guys are underestimating how good of a player Bradley Beal is, too. And Westbrook is a better uh, option next to him than John Wall was because John Wall can't really stay on the floor anymore. He is not the same player he used to be. And even at his best, he was not better than Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook won an MVP in this league. Let's not forget that. Uh, And I think Westbrook, who arguably was the MVP of Houston last year, he was the guy who got that team turned around and got it rolling when they traded Clint Capella so I really think Washington is a tough out Philadelphia is one of those teams that as good as they can be uh they just I don't know they just look like they're gonna be a team that's disappointing um other teams out east that I I kind of do like uh the Hawks are a team that made some good moves they got Bogdan Bogdanovic Danilo Gallinari uh, they added Rondo as well. Shout out to Rajan Rondo. Not only did he get a chip with the Lakers, uh, which is awesome. He's got a chip with the Celtics and the Lakers, only the two most historic franchises in the history of the NBA. He also had quite possibly the greatest photo taken of all time with him and his son celebrating on the court after uh, all-time great uh, photo. I almost said cover because it looks like Uh, It should be the cover to a rap album. Uh, So maybe Rondo needs to start rapping if he can and throw out an album with that as the cover. Uh, It would sell a lot just off the cover alone. But yeah, I mean, the Hawks made some good moves. Honestly, I don't know if they're going to get that eighth seed in the playoffs. It's going to be tough. Um, You know, thinking about all the other teams that they're going to compete against. They're going to have a chance to make some good moves. But I don't know. I just... You know, Toronto Toronto did lose Marcus All, Serge Ibaka, uh, but they did get Fred Van Vliet to stick around. Toronto's still going to be a good team, I think. They're not going to be as good as last year. They won't make it to the second round. They're going to be one and done, but they're still going to be a pretty good team. Uh, I really do think Atlanta has a chance, though. Trey Young is a good player. Uh, he can't play any defense, but he lights up the scoreboard. He's fun to watch. Uh, it would be cool if Atlanta could get into the playoffs as the eighth seed. 
And I think Rondo is going to do a lot to help out Trey Young. Uh, maybe he could give Trey Young some tips uh, to get better on defense because, listen, Trey Young's never going to be a, a great defender. He's probably never really even going to be a good defender because of his height. But Rondo can definitely teach him some tricks to help get his steals up and to help make him uh, make some plays on defense and just, you know, make him more efficient defensively. Uh, so I really do like what Atlanta did in the offseason. That Bonjanovic move was great. Uh, you know, other teams out east, I don't really know. Um, I don't really know what to think about the rest of the east. I think Indiana should be a pretty good team. Although we really don't know what's going to happen with Victor Oladipo. The reports are that he wants to get traded. So if, if they trade Victor Oladipo, the Pacers are not a playoff team. If they do have Oladipo fully healthy, then I'm sorry, Atlanta. You guys probably aren't making the playoffs unless you can knock out Toronto. Um, yeah, Philadelphia will make it. They'll probably be like the 6th or 7th seed. They'll probably be the 6th seed. Um, man, it, it's going to be interesting. Uh, the New York Knicks, <laughs> we know they're not doing anything, although I did like the draft pick of Obi Tobin. Uh I just really don't understand what they're doing. Uh, the Charlotte Hornets are going to be exciting. They signed Gordon Hayward. Why did they pay him $120 million? I don't know, but they did. They drafted my main man, LaMelo Ball, number three overall. What a great draft pick. Uh, Chicago Bulls apparently had a chance to trade Wendell Carter in the number four pick for the number two. They should have done that like that. I heard Bulls people on Twitter you know, saying, no way should you do that trade. I, I liked Wendell Carter before the draft. I liked the draft pick. Um, I don't know. I think he kind of lost his mojo. But then again, the history of Chicago athletes is they get traded and they start going crazy. So maybe it's a good thing they hold on to him. I don't know. I just think LaMelo Ball is going to be a superstar in this game. Uh, this kid has a chance to be much better than Lonzo. And Lonzo's already elite at two things. He's elite at passing and elite at defense. Uh, so... Lamelo is like Lonzo, but a much better shooter. Uh, not the defender he is, but honestly, when Lonzo was coming out, we really didn't expect him to be as good of a defender as he is. But a lot of that has to do with his height. Lamelo is a little bit taller than Lonzo, uh, so it's going to be really exciting to watch Charlotte this year. I cannot wait to watch Lamelo Ball. He finally, you got a player in Charlotte. It makes Charlotte almost must watch. Uh, when Charlotte's on the TV, I'm going to be watching them this year, that's for sure. Although I'm an NBA nut, so, you know, I, I watch NBA games all the time, regardless of who's playing. Uh, the Orlando Magic, you know, <laughs> like their City Series jerseys, trash. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, they're not trash, but they're not going to make playoffs this year. Aaron Gordon's a nice player. Uh, I do like the draft pick of Cole Anthony, my main man from North Carolina, but they're just they're a meth team but they're not trash like those city series jerseys oh my god you know that's another thing you would think with a pandemic going on that like uh new era uh the nba nike uh they would come together and go all out for the city series jerseys make some awesome jerseys and they really dropped the ball like few teams have good like the lakers have pretty cool jerseys memphis uh they did it they did it they did a great job Memphis's Memphis jerseys are cold this year, that's for sure. Uh, but other than that, I I don't really like many of the the jerseys to be honest. I mean, Toronto's is cool. Honestly, the more and more I looked at all the teams, I didn't even like Chicago that much until I saw the rest of the league, and it makes Chicago look better by comparison. Uh, Miami's Miami's they slapped on that one, but I mean, a lot of ge Boston's generic. Um, to Brooklyn's just, I don't know what they were doing. Uh, I don't know. They just, I don't know. It's kind of like the NFL did kind of the same thing, kind of just generic with the uh, with the NFL, just kind of like the uh, the gear that they put out this year for uh, Salute to Service and uh, Crucial Catch. But, man, the NBA, they could have done so much better, I feel like, and they really dropped the ball this year. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh but out West, this is going to be a good year out West for a lot of these teams. I am very excited uh, to watch the Western Conference unfold. <laughs> and speaking of the Western Conference, we have to 
laugh at anybody who told me that the LA Clippers were going to knock off the Lakers. Now, I heard all year, all I heard was, oh, wait till the playoffs. You know Kawhi is in the Clippers. The Clippers, they're loaded. And I told every single person about the Clippers. I told you guys. They're the Clippers. I don't care if they got Michael Jordan on their team in his prime. They're still the Clippers. The Clippers will always be the Clippers. And lo and behold, they were up 3-1 on those Denver Nuggets. And the Denver Nuggets came back down 3-1 and took them right out. Had Paul George hitting the backboard uh, in Game 7. Just a hilarious choke job that happened. It was Other than the Lakers, of course, winning the championship and Anthony Davis hitting that buzzer beater in Game 2 in the Western Conference Finals against Denver, that was my favorite moment of the playoffs, that Game 7. Honestly, during that game, I worked out during it, and after my workout, I was like done with like a minute left, and I just got to watch uh, the rest of the game and just uh, burst out laughing. Just hilarious that the Clippers really blew a 3-1 lead, but... The Clippers may have made a slight upgrade, losing Montrez Harrell to the Lakers and getting Serge Ibaka. But at the same time, while, yeah, Ibaka is a slight upgrade over Harrell, it's honestly still a downgrade because Harrell went to the Lakers. It's not like Harrell went even to, like, Golden State or Phoenix or Dallas, you know, another wet. No, he went to the Lakers. Uh, So I really don't see Montrez Harrell and Serge Ibaka. I don't really think Ibaka is that much better than Harrell. Uh, already, but I think Harrell's going to play as good as he can, being that now he's on the other side of the Staples Center. He's with the good guys. Uh, he's with the Lakers, the Lake Show, uh, the team that really owns Staples Center, to be honest. You know, the Clippers don't have any banners up there at Staples Center. Taylor Swift, she's got a banner up there. So you mean to tell me Taylor Swift got a banner up in Staples Center before the Clippers did? Man, the Clippers, they need to get out of LA or at least out of that stadium I'm pretty sure they're building a new stadium in Inglewood I don't know if I was the Clippers I would just try to go to Seattle and become the Sonics Uh, that's what I would do Uh, forget the Clippers they're a cursed franchise you go bring back the Sonics you're no longer a cursed franchise maybe you could win a title Uh, the Clippers they are going to be a good team though I really thought that the Clippers were going to make it to the Western Conference Finals finally last year Uh, So I've given up on that hope. The the Clippers will not make it to the Western Conference Finals. They will once again lose in the second round. Uh, Who will they lose to? I really hope that they match up with the Lakers. I want the Lakers and the Clippers to meet in the playoffs so badly because not only did the Clippers choke, now these Clippers fans, they're, oh, well, the Lakers got to avoid the Clippers. Skip Bayless was saying that too. Oh, oh, asterisk on this championship because they avoided the Clippers. They didn't avoid the Clippers. The Clippers... Played like bums against the Nuggets and they got knocked right out. That's what happened. Listen, I'm not trying to hear all these excuses why the Lakers won the title. The Clippers choked. They choked hard. That's what happened. The Clippers were not going to beat the Lakers. The Clippers might not even even won one game against the Lakers, let alone beating the Lakers in a series. Like, get out of here with that BS. I'm not trying to hear it. The Clippers. The Clippers are the Clippers. And then, of course, Doc Rivers gets the blame. Uh, He gets fired instead of Paul George. Not that Paul George could get fired, but I would have tried to trade Paul George because, man, he really went out like a bum. I'm sorry. I mean, uh, like, who am I to talk? You know, I'm I'm literal trash compared to Paul George. No doubt about it. But he really went out like a bum in that series. Like, that was bad. That was bad the way he went out. And I like Paul George. I think Paul George is a really good player. I think he's starting to become underrated now because of all this. But, man, does he have a lot on him. And Kawhi didn't fare much better. But Kawhi didn't go out the way Paul George did. Kawhi went out, you know, he didn't play good. But at least he didn't go out the way Paul George did, man. That, that was all bad for the Clippers. Uh, how about, speaking, we're talking about big moves in the offseason. We're, 30, we're over 30 minutes in, and we haven't gotten to the best move of the offseason, and that would be the Phoenix Suns. Well, actually, you know, you could argue that Oklahoma City uh, got the better of that trade because, man, did they get a lot for it. The best move of the offseason, uh, you got Oklahoma City loading up with picks 
But the Phoenix Suns get Chris Paul. Man, and then not only did they get Chris Paul, they added Jay Crowder, uh, Langston Galloway, Etuan Moore is going to help out uh, with their depth. But, oh boy, they got Chris Paul to pair with Devin Booker. That is probably the best backcourt in the game. I was talking about Westbrook and Beal, uh, and then Lillard and McCollum. With Klay Thompson out, I would say, ranking guard combos in the league. Out east, obviously, Westbrook and Beal are number one. But if I'm going overall, number one, I got to say right now, slightly better. Chris Paul and Devin Booker. And then you got Westbrook and Beal and third, Lillard and McCollum. Uh, as good as Lillard is, McCollum just isn't as good as really any of those other players I mentioned. Uh, but man, Chris Paul and Devin Booker. I mean, Devin Booker put on a show in the bubble. Phoenix went undefeated, uh, but they didn't get a chance uh, to go to the playoffs, unfortunately, because Memphis and Portland were in that play-in game. So we didn't get to see the matchup that really everybody wanted to see, Portland against Phoenix. Uh, and you know what? I, speaking of the bubble, I have to give a quick shout-out to Adam Silver and the rest of the NBA for doing what they did to put that together with the bubble. It was a tremendous success. Uh, they got the NBA season in, and it couldn't have ended in a better way, of course, the Lakers winning the championship. Just had to get that out there. But, yeah, you know, Phoenix was the team of the bubble uh, up until, you know, the playoffs started, of course. Devin Booker hit that crazy buzzer beater against the Clippers where uh, you had all the virtual fans and you saw their looks of horror as Booker was letting the shot go as they all knew it was going in. I mean, Booker was that cold. He's honestly, he's he's almost he's starting to look like a mini Kobe Bryant. Uh, I mean, I can't believe it uh, because I remember kind of laughing when people compared the two when Devin Booker had that, what, 70-point game against the Boston Celtics where they cherry-picked and then they were celebrating in the locker room like they won the championship. Yeah, but this man, Devin Booker, has got a lot of Kobe in him. He's got that Mamba mentality. Uh, he wears his shoes. Uh, this kid is the truth. Now you got Chris Paul paired with him. Phoenix is going to be a heck of a team this year. Uh, but the team that I love out west, and you know, Oklahoma City, they made some great moves. Uh, the, they could make the playoffs too. The team that I love out west to challenge the Lakers is going to be the Dallas Mavericks. Everything that Dallas has to offer right now is a threat to the Lakers. Luka Doncic, that kid is the truth. He's a cold-blooded killer. And then you've got a 7'3 unicorn in Kristaps Porzingis. Knicks fans sick to their stomachs every time they see him balling out for those Dallas Mavericks. Uh, man, those Knicks fans, you got to be sick to be a Knicks fan. I would hate to be a New York Knicks fan. Uh, it would just not be fun. Almost as bad as being a Bears fan, to be honest. Boy, orange and blue, what a surprise. But <laughs> anyway, Dallas is going to be the team to beat uh, other than the Lakers out west. They are loaded. Um, but Luka and Porzingis, and that man Porzingis is such a baller, man. Like, Dallas probably would have beat the Clippers had Porzingis not gotten wrongfully ejected from Game 1. So Dallas would have taken Game 1. So at the very least, it's a 7-game series instead of 6 is how it went. And man, that buzzer beater that Luka hit in Game 4, that was all-time legendary stuff. Um, Dallas is going to be a threat. They're going to push the Lakers probably to 6 games, maybe even a 7th. But those aren't the only teams out West. We didn't even talk about the Denver Nuggets, the team that came second in the west this past season uh the 3-1 comeback kids they came back 3-1 against utah and then the clippers uh jamal murray he showed himself to be a budding superstar and then you have nikola Jokic, who everybody was getting on about jamal murray as good as he is you got to give love to that kid nikola Jokic. he is a monster at center and he was the mvp of that series against the la clippers the clippers had no answer for him and i think if the Clippers and the Nuggets match up again, this time they might have an easier, well, not easier, but they'll have a better chance of Dean him up because Ibaka is more built to defend him than like a Montrezl Harrell is. Because as good as Montrezl Harrell is, he's, you know, 
He's what, 6'9? You know, he's not the 6'11 that Serge Ibaka is. Ibaka can give Jokic more problems. So the Clippers will have a better chance of beating Denver this season. But if Denver, or excuse me, if Dallas and the Clippers match up this year, the Clippers are not going to beat Dallas. So that's why I'm hoping that, you know, because I'm pretty sure the Lakers are going to be the number one seed. Uh, I really hope the Clippers are the four seed or the five seed. I want the Lakers and the Clippers to play. I do not want Dallas and the Clippers to play because then it's going to be Dallas Lakers, which should be the Western Conference Finals. That's what we're all looking forward to. But, man, I mean, heck, I didn't get Utah. Donovan Mitchell, he showed some great stuff in that bubble. Uh, They're going to be a tough out. Uh, Rudy Gobert, uh, the... (laughs) Poor Rudy Gobert, the man, I guess, who started all this <laughs> with the pandemic and everything. No, he didn't start it, but he basically got the every league shut down when he got the coronavirus. Uh, but, no, Utah's going to be a force in the West. They're going to be a tough out for sure in the playoffs. Uh, the Portland Trailblazers, they are going to have a much better season. They'll have Carmelo there for the whole season. Uh, shout out to my man, Carmelo Anthony. All those people said he was washed up, done. Uh, where are you now? Can't hear you, really. Uh, he had a great season, uh, and he's going to be really good for them. I think he's actually going to come off the bench this year. Uh, Portland's going to have a really good chance at making some noise out West. The problem is they're not going to beat the Lakers. None of these teams have a chance really at beating the Lakers. The only team with a legit shot, in my opinion, out West at least is the Dallas Mavericks and the West is loaded. That's the thing. Like the San Antonio Spurs, you know, you might not think they can do much, but the Spurs are still the Spurs. They still have Greg Popovich. There's still a chance they can make some moves. Uh, the New Orleans Pelicans, they did lose Drew Holiday, no doubt about it, but they did get Steven Adams. They did get Eric Bledsoe, and you're going to have Brandon Ingrams there. He just signed that five-year, $158 million contract extension. Shout-out to my main man, Brandon Ingram. Uh, you got Stan Van Gundy as your new head coach. I don't think it was right that Alvin Gentry got fired, though. He didn't really deserve that. But I really do think that Lonzo, a lot of it's going to depend on how good Lonzo plays this year because he really disappointed in the bubble. He was coming around before the season uh, got stopped, uh, and he really disappointed in the bubble. The Pelicans were the disappointment of the NBA bubble, in my opinion. I thought they would put up a much better fight uh, than what they did. But nevertheless, they're going to have a good chance uh, to make some noise, maybe get that eight spot. The Golden State Warriors. Listen, my silence right now is because of the sadness that I felt when I heard that Clay Thompson ruptured his Achilles. It it, it broke me, man. Like that's my that's my spirit animal. Uh, that's my man right there, Clay Thompson. Hearing that he Torres Achilles coming off the ACL. Like that that broke my heart, man. That really broke my heart. Clay Thompson is a hell of a player. He is one of the best two-way players in the game. He is the best uh pure shooter in basketball. He's probably not a better shooter than Steph Curry, but from a pure shooter perspective, there's nobody with a more perfect shot than Clay Thompson, man. A catch and shoot, nobody better. Uh there's just no one better. He's so good at running around. His defense is impeccable. And, you know, all these analysts and experts, they make all these lists and they put Clay super low. You talk to NBA players, they're like, man, Clay Thompson, he, he's top 10, top 15 at minimum. Uh, that dude is a killer on the court. He's a great defender. And losing him for Golden State, that was a huge blow. On the bright side, You will have Steph Curry healthy for a full season. Uh, You would think Draymond Green will have his head right with Steph on the court. They drafted James Wiseman. Pretty good pick. Personally, I would have taken LaMelo. Better player. Uh, James Wiseman might be good. His motor, don't know where that's at, but it's good fit for them. Uh, Kelly Oubre got traded to the Warriors. I think that's a good move for them. Uh, Wiggins, that's going to be a really good you know, I mean, it's not an addition, but and he didn't really play with Steph that much, so it's mostly an addition. Uh, they did it in midseason uh, this past season, but 
it, Golden State's going to have a chance to get in the playoffs. Uh, if you think Steph Curry's just going to go down without a fight, uh, you don't know him very well. Because uh, Steph Curry, that dude, is a great basketball player. Um, I think it's very bogus that they have Oakland uniforms this year. Uh, because not only did they just leave Oakland for San Francisco, I heard that they're also uh, suing the city of Oakland right now. Uh, so there's a lot of just, uh, that's just, that's a bad look uh, for the Warriors to do that. But listen, you got a former Defensive Player of the Year in Draymond Green, a two-time league MVP, and the only unanimous MVP in the history of the game. Steph Curry and Draymond Green, they stay healthy. Golden State's going to have a chance to make the playoffs and make some noise. Uh, Sacramento Kings, De'Aaron Fox is only getting better. They won't make the playoffs, but they're going to be a tough team to beat. The one thing about Sacramento, how did they let Bogdan Banyanovic walk out the door? They tweaked on that one. That is beyond me how they let him get away. Uh, That's just a ridiculously dumb move on their part. But again, we will see what happens out in Sacramento. They're going to be a fun team to watch. You know, the West, you know, you look at all these teams out West, Minnesota Timberwolves. They traded Wiggins for D'Angelo Russell. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns should be back. Uh, Really don't know where his head's at, man. I I don't know where my head would be if I was him. Uh, You know, Cat is a great player. Um, He's had to deal with a lot. I don't know how many people have been hit by this pandemic more than Carl Anthony Towns. He's lost seven of his family members uh, to COVID-19. So, man, the fact that this dude is going to go out and suit up uh, is uh, really amazing. Uh, He's a great player. Uh, I really wish the best for him. I hope he has a fantastic season. I would love to see this team make the playoffs. They drafted Anthony Edwards, number one overall. Uh, He's got potential to be a Dwayne Wade type player. The problem is, I don't know, kind of like Wiseman, I don't know where his motor's at. And even more, a little more scary about him is that I saw a quote saying that he he wants to play football. Uh, So he's not even sold on basketball as his number one sport, really. Uh, So that's a concern, but all the potential is there. Uh, He is a better fit for Minnesota than LaMelo because he fits better next to D'Angelo more than likely. But uh, this team could make a run at that eighth seed as well. There's so many good teams. Like, there's there's not one bad team really out west. The worst team out west, uh, I believe, is the Sacramento Kings. Uh, Meanwhile, out east, there's just so many teams that you don't even want to talk about for real, like the Knicks and uh, the Pistons, you know, Blake Griffin's cool, but, you know, there's just so many teams that you really don't want to talk about out east, you want to talk about every team out west, even the worst team, the Sacramento Kings, because De'Aaron Fox is such a fun player to watch, so again, you know, the east does have good teams, but the talent, uh, gap between the east and the west it's still tremendous there's so many better teams out west but the thing is at least the top part of the east is much stronger than it used to be and honestly i feel like basically all eight teams that make the playoffs in the east this year are going to be good teams uh the the thing is though like the seven and eight seeds maybe even the six seed out east probably wouldn't make it if they were west teams uh you know, records be gone, you know, records are kind of skewed because teams in the East play teams in the East, teams in the West play teams in the West more than the East. So obviously if every team out West is good, it's going to be harder to have a better record when you're out West than you're out East. Uh, but you know, other teams I didn't talk about, uh, the one team I didn't talk about that I will talk about a little bit is my hometown team, the Chicago Bulls. Uh, they could make some noise, maybe make a run at that eight seed as well. I think things are turning around in the right direction finally in Chicago because they actually have stable uh, management. Uh, if you listen to Zach Levine talk, it's the first time that people in the front office actually talk to the players. Uh, that's that's a great thing uh, for the Bulls. But I just the draft pick of Patrick Williams. That's where I'm stuck with. The dude didn't even start where he went to school. And you picked him number four overall. They should have taken Obi Tobin. 
uh, as I like to call Obi Wan Kenobi's nephew. <laughs> um, <laughs> but they they should have picked Obi Tobin, man. He, he was right there for the taking, and you take this kid Patrick Williams. Now listen, I really hope that they do a good job. Uh, Billy Donovan as coach, don't like it. There's a reason Oklahoma City fired him, even though they made the playoffs when a lot of people didn't expect them to make the playoffs. Uh, Billy Donovan is not that good of a coach. He's a good, he's a great college coach, no doubt. He won two titles at Florida, but NBA coach, not so much. Uh, so the Bulls, you know, they they can make some noise out east. I don't expect them to make the playoffs. I would like to see them be the eighth seed, but I really doubt it. But Kobe White is a really good young player. Uh, he was a good draft pick. Hopefully, Laurie Markkinen can get his head on right. You know, the Bulls organization has messed him up. Uh, that's what's going on with Laurie Markkinen, in my opinion. He's just gotten messed up by the Chicago Bulls and uh, the idiocy that's running around out there in the front office. But that is all the time we're going to have for you on this episode of Change the Game. Uh, check out this one and all the other episodes that we're going to have. Remember, go to www.seethegame.com to listen to every episode. I've got three more coming up for today. Uh, so, great day to listen to podcasts. Getting ready. Uh, if you're ready to listen about boxing, I'm going to have that episode up for you. You love football. I got college and NFL episodes coming up as well. And then we're going to do at least one episode a week. Some weeks we're going to have two. Honestly, some weeks we're probably going to have three episodes because, like I said, you guys know this isn't just sports. Uh, These four that are today are all sports. But we talk about a lot of things here at Change the Game. We do movies. uh, We do anime. We do music. Uh, I still do want to do a top 50 albums of the decade uh, from this past decade, from the 2010s. Uh, We definitely have to do that episode. Uh, Christmas is on its way. Uh, So we are going to do... I think I want to do probably top 10 Christmas movies of all time. I'm going to make the list and see how many I get down because you may bump it up to 15 or even 25. Uh, It really just depends. I got to make the list uh, and see where we want to go with that one. But we're definitely going to have a Christmas movie podcast as well uh, in the coming weeks. So definitely check out our other episodes. And thanks for listening to Change the Game. Uh, Remember, www.seethegame.com or Spotify and iTunes as well. Thank you.